Welcome to Connections. I'm Colleen Hood. Mike Tom is away today. We're in the midst of something that many of us have never experienced in our lifetime, a pandemic. Countries around the world have been shut down, and life as we know it has drastically changed, even here in Canada, due to COVID-19. All of these things can take a toll on our mental health, but there are ways to keep calm amidst the storm. Today's guest is Sean Miller. He's the executive director of the Canadian Mental Health Association Central Region. He'll tell us why we're feeling the way we feel and give us ways that we can deal with these emotions. That's today on Connections. Today's guest is Sean Miller. He is the executive director of the Canadian Mental Health Association Central Region. Right now we're dealing with something that I don't think many of us are used to. We are going through a pandemic with COVID-19 and this is on a lot of people's minds. Um, How does something like this pandemic affect people's mental health? Well, it it does have a negative impact. Uh, There is a part in our brain, the amygdala, that is responsible for the emotional response to perceived and natural threats. And any time that there is an unknown or an unfamiliar threat, it changes, it fundamentally changes uh, our response on a, a physiological level. So that can definitely result in uh, greater anxiety. Um, so it, it's having it's having a negative impact. Uh, one of the biggest challenges um, is the impact of misinformation. So getting the right information is key uh, to helping with our response to. COVID-19. How do we find that right information? So there is a lot of misinformation. Social media uh, right now the recommendation is to limit exposure to unreliable sources of information. Social media being one of them. Um, limit, limit exposure to media. You know the world's a really small place right now. We're, we're hyper connected around the globe and so we see things and hear things that are happening in other regions, other countries um, and then we our imaginations run wild. So right now locally for us in Manitoba you can people can go to uh, the government of Manitoba website uh, so that's www.gov.mb.ca forward slash health forward slash coronavirus um, to get accurate, up-to-date, and relevant information. Um, that is definitely one of the biggest, <laughs> biggest um, tips that, that we can give folks. The other thing is if, if people are experiencing symptoms and they are concerned that it could be coronavirus or COVID-19, um, they can reach out to health links info and, you know, it, they can make recommendations uh, as far as whether or not testing is uh, required. What about people that are already suffering from uh, mental health issues such as anxiety or even depression and and are really struggling to take in what's going on right now? What 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 advice do you have for them? Well, you know, and particularly important for those that that like you mentioned that are struggling with anxiety, depression and OCD, this is particularly um, a heavy weight uh, for for those with with those conditions. Um, again, following following getting good information is is definitely key. Uh, so can't can't overstress that um, enough. 
but one of the things that that is is really important is as we're following these practices of good hygiene is properly understanding what the social distancing uh, recommendation means because that that refers to a physical barrier very often people with mental health challenges isolate themselves socially so it is important for for individuals that are struggling with mental health challenges or issues um, to continue reaching out to to people, uh, reach out to healthcare providers, reach out to friends, reach out to natural supports, maintain a connection with them, even if it's not physically, like using technology, you know, if it's phone, text, um, messaging, you know, any anything that, that helps to keep um, that connection going so that you know, they can be impacted. And what I would say for for the general public and people that aren't struggling with a mental health challenge is to reach out to those that they know are maybe struggling and just start that conversation. Ask them how they're doing. Uh, get that conversation going so that we can reassure them that there are steps that are, are being taken to, to deal with this with this threat that's uh, visiting our planet right now. Uh, you mentioned this a little bit when it comes to self-isolation. For people who like to get out and are not used to being stuck in a home with no connection to the outside world besides through a computer, what would you say to those people that are kind of going to struggle with the self-isolation aspect of things? Well, uh, you know, it, it's important to understand again that the social distancing, this isn't referring to... Um, getting outside, enjoying the sun, uh, getting physical exercise, um, you know, it, it's just basically avoiding those those areas, those public spaces where there are a lot of people that are, um, you know, in, in close proximity to one another. So the recommendation is definitely to keep enjoying uh, getting out of the house, keep enjoying those things, and maybe if you haven't done them, um just a, a word of advice or an encouragement to maybe try trying to incorporate or to starting those uh, those types of activities because they can have tremendous tremendous benefits on our on our mental health and physical health. What are your thoughts right now on all this panic buying and and people just going into total hysteria and just taking over everything? Why is that happening? Why what's making people think like that? Yeah, there, there. People are are buying buying these uh, items in mass, and even even in the midst of of a pandemic, um, access to those items is not going to be cut off. Because I think that people are are thinking that we're all going to be quarantined to our houses and not allowed out into any spaces at all. And I think that that's a little bit of hysteria that's that's playing a role in, in creating that reality. Um, or that, uh, what I mean by reality is just that, that perception. Um, so, yeah, it's, I, I think it's a little bit overblown as far as that's, that's concerned. Um, I know that in the next little while, we definitely will be getting, um, you know, as time progresses, we're getting more and more information that's beneficial uh, to dealing with a pandemic. Uh, I know that they're working on on a vaccine and all of those things. So I think what we will see is um, 
an improved response to uh, the threat of, of infection. Um, and, and while I, I don't advocate for just being um, relaxed in terms of our our approach, um, I just I think that we need to ma- maintain a balance and, and take it seriously, but not not panic. Now, for people out there who have never experienced emotions like this, what would you say to them? It's again going back to what we were talking about the, at the onset of the the interview. It's just the amygdala, right? It's an unfamiliar threat that's coming in. And so we feel very unprepared, right? Because it's fear of the unknown. How do we respond to this thing? It's it's good to have an emergency kit and to feel that sense of preparedness. Um, so it's just, it's taking those steps to, to follow those recommendations. Again, getting good advice, getting good information from reliable sources, um, because very often our response to this perceived and real threat um, is based on a lot of information and maybe hysteria that has come in uh, from a global perspective, right? Um, but if we look at the local statistics, so again, being balanced, not saying, oh, well, we can just be, you know, laissez-faire nonchalant about this whole thing. That, that's not what I'm saying. Um, but let's, let's take it in context and the herd mentality, you know, we can very quickly become wrapped up in that and all, you know, the race is on to get to the supermarket to buy up all the toilet paper and, and the things that we fear that we're going to run out of because of the mass lockdown. I think even in Italy, if I remember correctly, although the entire country is in quarantine, there's still access to uh, grocery stores and, and those sorts of things. I, I think we need to we need to keep it in context. We need to keep our response in context, um, and again, always, always, always looking to the best source of information, um, because that can be the difference between freaking out a little bit. And I'm not minimizing, uh, and I'm not, you know, in any way casting aspersions, um, but it's just it can make the difference between that that widespread panic and a calm collected response to to something uh especially in the context of our province and and the threat level that it poses so pretty much take it seriously but relax relax, but relax. information yeah. live your life a little yeah. bit differently but relax yeah and and too and i think it's important to note and you know i'm not I'm not enough uh, trying to be the, the official voice on this, but we do know, um, and this is publicly available information, that coronavirus, uh, COVID-19, does disproportionately affect those that are uh, above the age of 65. So, you know, if you do have um, aging parents and family members, uh, definitely maintain that, that recommendation of social distancing, um, but remain in contact with them, you know, via other other means of communication. Um, so it's just important that that we be wise about it. Um, and then also the, the other thing that I would suggest for uh, for those that you know, friends, uh, family members, people that we know that might be having uh, an, a heightened response emotionally to 
to the threat of the virus. Um, and, and for those of us that are faith-based, you know, get into uh, one thing that's really helpful for me just on a, on a daily basis is meditating on Scripture, right? There's, uh, there's particular verses that talk about a sense of peace and how that even in the midst of a storm, we can have, have that peace on the inside that, that governs our actions. Thank you so much for joining us today, Sean. Remember, if you want to listen to the full conversation again, you can always do that by visiting your radio station's website. We'll talk to you again on Connections.